Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, actually, right now, yeah. uh, we're going to go through. Let's go through game by game, shall we? Um, p- pretty... Disjointed season thus far, would it be fair to say that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're only two rounds in, so we've had two rounds so far. Round one, we only had the two games. Uh, the Pulse withdrew from their round one game um, thanks to having like nine COVID cases within mm. their squad of ten. So if you've got four or more COVID-affected players in your ten contracted players, you can apply to withdraw. So rightly so, they did that. Um, if you've only got four, you have to kind of find players from around the country or from your in and out squad, the league below, and stuff yeah. like that. So, so that was my supplementary question. Yes. You're staying in shape just in case they need a, uh, a call up? The Stars invited me to training last week. Did they? And Kitty Wills, coach, made me play. She said, Stormy, you only have to play half an hour at goal keep. I just need you to you know, take some anti-inflames and come and do it. Just need a body. Just need a body. And I ended up playing about 48 minutes and a whole quarter at goal defence, which is where you run around a lot. And so yeah. I have been like bracing myself on the side of like toilet <laughs> walls, trying to squat myself down to a loo. It's been a nightmare. So I believe I'm on the wider kind of call up list. Is that but right? I think I'd be right at the bottom. If it um, makes you feel better, like 46 year old Liana DeBrain's also on that list. So, you know, it's. It's a long list. <laughs> well, it's, it's a long list, but it's needed. I was looking at the uh, the points table, and there's uh, a wild differential. The team at the top has played three. The team directly below them has only played one. Yes. Um, the Pulse played the Mystics. That was the first game of this round at Teropraha Arena down there in Porirua. Uh, the Mystics taking it out 66 to 60. I've got a big list of stats here. I know you love your stats. Oh, great. Storm, but what yeah. what did you see from that game? Look, this was the game that I kind of called out last week um, on the show as the one to watch for the round. It was the first time we get to see the Pulse and the first time we get to see the Mystics with Grace Nwicky. Um, if you follow Netball in this country, you know who Grace Nwicky is. She's, right, even if you don't. Yeah, exactly. She's um, an absolute superstar in the making. She's a giant. Um, she doesn't miss and she was actually our MVP of that game. Um, she put up Put up 51 shots and scored 50, 49 of them at 96%. So that is crazy impressive for someone who has been recovering from COVID, playing a full game mm. and goal shoot. Um, that was really, really great to see. The Pulse, like, they were still good, you know? Like, they've been really affected by COVID. Um, they didn't have their head coach, Yvette, who we're going to talk to shortly on the mm. show, on the sideline because she had COVID. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was kind of phoning in on the sideline to her acting coach, Waimanama Tomanu. Is that actually what they were doing? I I want to ask Yvette. Yes. That's why I'm thinking we should call her. I want to find out what was happening Absolutely, there. Absolutely, because that's been happening in the NRL as well a bit. Right. They've been players. It's weird because they'll release it like they've been ruled out from COVID as if they were going to go and suit up. But <laughs> how much different would it be to just ring in? I mean, the same thing, wouldn't well, it? Exactly. Surely. Yeah, exactly. So I imagine she would have been following on her iPad and had, you know, the phone ready to go a lot. Screaming down the phone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But um, the Mystics, like, they're just looking pretty untouchable, to be honest, especially when they've got their full lineup. Um, Grace Nwicky is, is crucial to them. They did lose round one against the Magic, but you kind of sweep that one under the carpet because they were without Grace Nwicky. Um 
Peter Toyava came on, had a fantastic game. The thing that, for me, that stood out in that game was just the depth of the Mystics bench. Mm. You know, they didn't have Phoenix Karaga for that game, who's one of their star defenders. Um, she was available later in the round because the Mystics did have back-to-back games. Um, they start with Monica Faulkner, who's one of their new recruits, and at goal attack, whereas Phil DeVuy, who was goal attack last year, was one of the stars for the team. So Helene Wilson, coach, has the ability to, to kind of call on her whenever she wants. Um, Peter Toyava didn't start. She came on and was the star of the show. It's just outrageous to me, the depth in this mystic side. You um, need it in a year like this, You though, do, don't you? you really do. And, and a I lot think of it, I feel like, will come down to that. It absolutely will. And that's where the mystics have done so well to sort of harness this culture where they've managed to keep a lot of their squad from last year and then get some big names like Monica Faulkner coming in. Yeah. So, yeah, the polls look good. To only lose by six... Um, you know, for their first outing, I was I was impressed. And they actually have a rematch this weekend, so I will be looking forward to that one. And we'll be diving into it later on in the yes. show, I believe, as well. Um, at, when you're shooting such high percentages, it really kind of does come down to who can put the most shots up. Does that make it a very defensive-orientated league? Uh, it- it does. Netball's tough, right, because everyone gets the same amount of centre passes here or there. And so if you score all your own goals, you do what you can with the ball you're given, then it's a really boring game. And I think it was Robin Broughton way back when who said, you know, defence wins games. So if you can be a team that can not only get ball in defence but get it down the other end and score it, then you're going to be pretty hard to beat. And the issue with playing teams like the Mystics or playing a team... You know, with someone like Grace Nwicky in the side, it's really hard to get defensive ball. Mm. So when, you know... When oh, team... I was watching the highlights. Oh, she looks God, like right? an absolute menace to deal with. She's like a baby giraffe. Like, I'm so stoked I only had one season to kind of deal with her, to be honest, before I retired. Because well, <laughs> she, she was a handful and she was only just starting back then. Well, you're watching the ball, it finds itself in her hands and then there's three bodies sprawled across the floor. Yeah, and so, like there's no point putting your hand up trying to defend her shot because, you know, when she puts her hand up to set a shot, she's like 10 centimetres from the hoop anyway. Yeah. So... So, yeah, it, it's, it's a tough one. I look forward to seeing how um, teams, you know, going forward, what kind of defence they employ, employ, sorry, and how they sort of approach the ball as it's coming down the court. You've got to attack it from the centre pass, you know, from the shooter's end when you get turnovers. Um, you can't leave it to your poor goalkeeper in the back who's trying to defend one-on-one against her. Yeah, would, would it be fair to say that um, teams, particularly I think I noticed it for the Silver Ferns, I might be off on this, but kind of target it, zone in on her, on yeah. Grace. When they see her out on the court, they... You know, I don't know if it's the correct term, double teams or, yes, or that yes, kind of no, thing. Yes, yes, no, absolutely, you're right. Yeah, especially in, in at a Ferns level, if you notice that, um, you know, Grace is new to professional netball, let alone international netball. Mm. So I think the likes of, you know, England, Australia, who have these huge bodies on defence, um, probably thought, hey, she's young and new. Let's, let's just, rattle her. Let's just bash her up a bit and push her around and see how she copes. So that is definitely, you know, one um, way of approaching it, but I think she's only getting stronger and more confident that that's not going to work for much longer. Well, it's a, it's a great honour as well to have, have people zoning in Absolutely. on you like that. Um, the next game of the round, uh, the tactics I took on the Stars 57 55 at Cal's Stadium. What did you make of this one, Storm? Yeah, um, look, the Stars, this is the first time we had seen them as well. Um, they were a team that last year started. Um, amazingly, and then really fizzled out towards the end of the season. So their, their focus this year has been about kind of peaking at the right time and not, you know, throwing all their eggs in one basket right at the beginning of the season. So a close game for them up against the Tactics, who were last year's grand finalists. In fact, grand finalists two years in a row. So always the bridesmaid, the poor Tactics. And... Um, 
Yeah, I think the stars were really impressive. Jamie Hume took MVP of that match, a goal attack who, you know, put up 23 shots. And when you've got, you're partnering with someone like Maya Wilson in that goal shoot, to be putting up 23 shots with such a dominant shooter beside you was impressive. So mm. I was really impressed with her game. Holly Fowler returned for the stars. She had done back to back ACL injuries. So Ooh. I know to see her back on the court after. Same day. No, other knee. Great. She kind of played for a few weeks in between, so she, you know, rehabbed her left, played a few rounds for the Magic, and then snapped her right ACL pretty shortly after. So, you know, there's a few stories like that in netball about these horrific comebacks, but, yeah, Holly Fowler back on court, three clean intercepts at wing defence. Wing defenders, they're not supposed to get intercepts. Like, they're just there to make the other defenders look good. So stoked for her to have a really showy game, um, really good for her confidence. And Anna Harrison, you know, 38, back on court, Played a full game at goal defence. She was all over the court. Spent a lot of time on the floor. Um, it's Anna Harrison we know and love. Um, <laughs> she's out there doing she's it. She's out there doing it. She'll never give up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the stars sort of grow week in, week out. The Pulse back in action again. Two games this week. Uh, 57-41 again back at Taropraha Arena down there in Porirua against the Magic this time. Um, but mm. bit more lopsided this one. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a smashing for the poor old uh, Magic there. Um, yeah, look, I, I I worry about the Magic going forward. They really don't have a wing attack. And, and people who know netball, you know, wing attack is, is like your first five. You know, that's your playmaker yeah. position. It's super, super important um, in netball to have someone who's leading the charge, calling the shots, running that attacking end. And mm. they just didn't sign a wing attack in the offseason. Oh. And I don't want to make any assumptions, but I'm like, whose head is on the chopping block here that you guys didn't recruit or sign anyone who's solely a wing attack? Yeah. Poor Sam Winders, who is a fantastic wing defence, um, you know, has been the Silver Ferns go to wing defence for a few years now, is having to play that wing attack position because there's no one else. And, you know, she's not a natural feeder, so... It, they look like they struggled out there over the weekend. Um, like I said before in round in game one, the Pulse are a team that I'm really looking out for this year, and I think they're a team that could go all the way to the grand final. Yeah. So they really, um, yeah, the magic really got shown up by a strong outing from the Pulse. But not, I mean, the Pulse put up 57, um, but the, there are scores of 66, and, you know, there's massive scores, so it's not like... All doom and gloom. Obviously, the defence is there, but like you said, they can't just score points of their own. Yeah, it was a sloppy game, to be honest. It was pretty hard to watch. And sometimes when you're a a strong, slick team coming up against a team that maybe isn't performing as well, it is quite easy to kind of not drop to their level. That sounds really harsh, but you have to be really hard on yourself to make Mm. sure that you execute your game plans well. When the game's getting messy. Yeah, exactly. So that would probably be something that the polls might want to look uh, look at going forward. But it was just the whole match was messy. Um, Particularly from the Magic, the Pulse I actually thought looked really good. And when you, you know, we have talked about teams putting up 60, but 57 is still a, a pretty solid score in netball. Mm. Anything over sort of 55, then as a defender, you're thinking, ah, damn, I didn't do my job. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> no good for the Southern Steel. Then they lead in 70 against uh, the Mystics down there in one of the country's uh, premier stadiums. Isn't it amazing down there, that stadium? Am I right in saying you're a Steel fan by kind of birthright? Or? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, probably more of a. Uh, Mainlander, but okay. um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm there or thereabouts. Yeah. Anyone from Auckland th- thinks I'm a Southlander? I'm not. Okay, sorry, not got quite that, that wrong. Not quite that far <laughs> down, but I do. I've been down there plenty of times. So I actually got dunked on viciously in that wow. stadium. Um, haven't been back there since, but yeah. incredible facility. Um, probably not feeling like an incredible facility for the Steel at the moment. Do you know what? So I I started my professional netball down there at the Steel and had six years down there and. 
when you're a defender and you get an intercept and the whole crowd erupts and yeah. you just think like, man, I'm LeBron James right now. Like, this is <laughs> unreal. I'm on fire. So at the moment, the Steel don't get that because of COVID. There aren't yeah. really crowds in at ILT Stadium Southland at the moment. And, you know, it's cliche, but that stadium is the eighth player. Like, if you've been there and you've, you've witnessed yeah. it, it's it's something else. It so kind of feels like a theatre almost. It does. Because you're it quite does. close to the curtains. And the red curtains yeah. and the red seats. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, the poor Steel, the Mystic have actually never won in Invercargill in the ANZ Premiership so for them to not only win um, but do it by 20 goals yeah not a nice day for the Steel but they didn't start their goal shooter George Fisher who's been you know their star player for a couple of seasons speaking now speaking of LeBron James she wears her, his boots yes yeah. I know she's got the high tops on the Nikes the you don't see that too often the in high a, socks yeah. no yeah <laughs> powerful move yeah and she's steezy man like yeah. she she's fun to watch she used to have pink the hair, pink hair yeah. yeah 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 so Stands she's out. she's nursing a wee knee niggle at the moment so the steel are managing that uh, so the LeBrons aren't doing her any uh, favours no no apparently not um, and Shannon Saunders their captain is recovering from COVID and she's been pretty public about how tough it's been for her getting yeah. back to full fitness oh. brain fog even so when you're the captain of a team trying to play centre against the Mystics um, that's a lot to try and tackle. And it's, it's the part that I think most fans uh, of all sports uh, these past couple of years have neglected to think. They think, oh, this player's out for seven days. Yeah. Oh, sweet, they're back in the team. Well, they've been crook for those seven days. Yeah, and like the people I personally know who have COVID have, are struggling, you know, just sitting at their desk working exactly. for days after, you know, recovering from COVID because yeah. it's just so, it really takes it out of you. So, yeah, take my hat off to any girls, um, any of the girls coming back and playing. Um, but Shannon Saunders had eight turnovers in that game and for her, like, that's 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 poor. That's and brain, she was the first. Fog. It's brain fog, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, she was the first to put her hand up and say, my bad, that wasn't good enough. We'll, well fix that next week. Well, that's your round wrap from 